Hey, welcome to Third World Gaming. My name is Martin, and today we have a special guest. He's none other than the Senorita himself, the PWOG, former Mr. Philippine Wrestling. And today you can see him stream some games on Twitch TV slash Senorito JDL. We got none other than Mr. Jake DeLeon. Jake, how are you doing today? I am doing good, Martin. Thank you for having me on Third World Gaming. I've been a long time seer of the show, not really listen a lot. Like, I've listened to some episodes. Thank you for having me on. I would have definitely loved to talk about Persona 5 with you, honestly. A lot of Persona stuff. But yeah, uh, thank you for having me on, man. Man, thank you. Thank you so much. And yes, uh, fellow Persona 5 fan, maybe in a future episode when I get to drag Charles in, because, you know, he's a big Persona fan, too. Uh, I know, like... Uh, Charles is like, I know Charles is like a big Persona fan. I've seen a lot of his Persona posts. Honestly, though, I'm only like a fan from Persona 3 up. I couldn't get my hands on 1 and 2 when I was younger. So <laughs> Persona 3 was my uh, introduction into the Persona um, series. Mine, I'd be a bit... My formal introduction would be 5, but I tried to play 2, the old one. I just didn't mm -hmm. get it because I was like, what? 10 years younger and it's yeah, a yeah. very <laughs> weird mechanic it's not like persona 3 onwards mechanics like different if, if you get yeah if I you mean. can get your hands on three onwards like three and four are great games like five mm. is amazing i yeah. i love five but three and four were like kind of groundbreaking in their own sense because of how mm. they introduced a dungeon crawler that's also a dating sim. So, like, what is this concept, right? I know, right? Like, you you kill shadows in the evening, but you date and go to school in the morning. Date and, <laughs> Date boys and girls in the morning. Boys and Let's girls go. in the morning, man. But yeah, um, I tried four. So I think I'll try to finish up Persona 3. I, I got it in the PSP version, the Persona 3P, so you can choose the guy or the girl. So Yeah, I'll yeah. See. I mean, like... P3P is also a good alternative. It's just le like less animations, but also it works out. So, yeah. and it's interesting to play the girl after you've played the guy. So you, if you oh, yes. played Persona <laughs> 3 and you know the story, the girl's side of things are really interesting. The girl uh, uh, MC. Yeah, and I'm happy they got her back for Persona Q2. Yeah. So Damn, I haven't even gotten Q2 yet. I've, I've played Q, not Q2. <laughs> Oh man, you played Q? Uh, I want to play Q, but yeah, don't have a DS. Q was fun. Q was fun. Okay. Yeah, I had I have a 3DS. I had a 3DS solely for the purpose of playing Pokemon, <laughs> like Sun and Moon, and then X and Y, and then Sun and Moon, and then I got Q in between. But I liked oh. Q. Q was a fun game to me. Okay. So now that you mentioned Pokemon, like this is one <laughs> of your earlier streams last year. Like it's you were doing a lot of streaming. Of gaming, yeah, yeah. one of the biggest things I've been seeing you do in the past months before like 2020 was the JDL Nuzlocke challenge. And who, first of all, foremost, <laughs> who introduced you to this challenge? And second of all, how do you describe this challenge? Because this is the most taxing challenge I've ever seen next to the Sims uh, Asylum challenge. <laughs> this is crazy. Well, I've... <laughs> I don't even know what the Sims Asylum challenge is. I'll ask you that later. But for the Pokemon Nuzlocke challenge, I've actually known about it for a long time. 
like even before like if you've seen that uh video from Jaden Animations that she made it she did her first Pokemon Nuzlocke I'm not sure if everyone saw that but like that was basically what pushed me to try out a Nuzlocke on my own so a Nuzlocke is a challenge in Pokemon where the basic rules are if your Pokemon faints during a battle in this challenge technically it dies so you cannot use that Pokemon anymore and you have to release it so that it hurts a lot more so the basic rules are if your Pokemon faints, it dies and you can't use it anymore. Um, the second rule is if the first, you can only catch the first Pokemon that you meet on a different route. So for example, you're going on route one in Pokemon and you find a Rattata. That's the only Pokemon that you can catch. If you meet other Pokemon, you can't catch them anymore. And the third rule is you have to nickname all of your Pokemon so that it hurts even more when they die and you let them go. So like there's an emotional chat attachment aspect to it and yeah I've, I've, I wanted I've been wanting to try it ever since I saw a, a Jaden animations video and I did it on stream last year and it hurt a lot <laughs> honestly yeah man like so when I saw some of the clips I saw like last month a friend of mine said oh we're gonna do the most like challenge first reply I said was don't do it it's a trap you'll hurt don't yourself no all yeah. <laughs> like, oh, your friend is right <laughs> yeah yeah you're I don't think she continued it. So, yeah. I think she's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hope she's okay. But, yeah, I can, like, okay. My my first Pokemon death, I think, in my Nuzlocke challenge was, oh, God, no. It was it was because uh, there's a Pokemon in Sword and Shield. That's a Corgi. The name is Yamper. So I named that Corgi after my girlfriend, Jula, so I named it Juju. And then that was my first Pokemon that died. So if you think about it, goddamn, my, my, the first Pokemon that died in my run was actually a, a tribute to my girlfriend. So that, doesn't, that didn't end up well, you know? So like, it really hurts. Like when you name them and then you tra- train them up so that you hopeful, you're hope they don't die and they end up dying anyway, it just hurts, man. It hurts. Oh, man. I, I remember one of your Pokemons was called Ric Flair and when he died. <laughs> yeah. <Woo. laughs> so yeah, it was a, it was a Woobat. The the actual name of the Pokemon is Woobat. So we named like Jackie uh, at X on Twitter. She uh, she commented like name it Ric Flair. I'm like yes, Ric Flair exactly. And then he died, and I'm like oh man, I'm, it hurts. It hurts. It hurts. I'm sorry. I love you. Woo. I'm sorry. I love you. Yeah, I made that one clip with the intro <laughs> for that scene. But yeah, uh, like that was that was a lot of fun fun streaming when I started out streaming, like trying trying to break into like the streaming thing on Twitch. And like last year, you did a Lockdown Cup twenty twenty on Twitch. What was that? Yeah, uh, Lockdown Cup was something that a comedian from Singapore named Mister Sam C like thought okay. of because like he was. He's a big fan of pro wrestling and he thought, okay, everyone's on lockdown. There's no comedy shows going on in Singapore or in Southeast Asia for that matter. So he thought, why not gather up uh, pro wrestlers from around the Southeast Asian scene, Southeast Asian wrestling scene, and like put them in a D&D style, a Dungeons and Dragons style wrestling show. And then we have to roll dice to see if it works and stuff. So yeah, like we're really thankful for Mr. Samsey for getting some of us to play there and you know <laughs> it turned out to be a lot of fun 
I made it all the way to the finals, but sadly, I lost to Dr. Gore and to Ref Ryan of SPW. It's still your fault, Ref Ryan, if you're listening to this. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, at least that was a fun way to, like, technically wrestling, like, online yeah. with another guy. It's yeah, that was, that was our version of wrestling during <laughs> the pandemic. But now back to the streaming thing. Like after Pokemon, I saw you stream Hades and the Zelda game, A Link to the Past. How was it like streaming yeah, yeah. a very old school game? And like, because the graphics were like way different from the time we have right now. Did it age yeah. well for you, if ever? Um, well, before that, actually, I also streamed Punch-Out on the Twitch. So like, I have this thing, like, I realized when I was playing on Twitch, I have this thing where I realized that back when I was younger, I never really finished a lot of the games that I had, whether it was on the family computer or or NES for those who are, like, Nintendo fanboys. Like, on the PS1, I never really finished a lot of games. Even up until the PS3, I never really finished a lot of my games, which is sad to me. That's why streaming kind of became where I played games and then hope to finish them and like push myself to finish them because I never really finished them when I was playing alone. So the first game I ever finished like on the stream is Punch-Out. So if you know the Punch-Out with the Mike Tyson one, if you know that game. So this Punch-Out is actually the one where it wasn't Mike Tyson yet. So it was before that. So it's a, Ooh, uh, an NES game. So yeah, it was pre-Tyson Punch-Out, but then it was still the same game when Tyson came in. Uh, and yeah, it was just like that. It was that feeling where I wanted to finish games on stream, the old games that I never did finish, which is why I gravitated towards Link to the Past also. So on your question about the graphics, in my like the graphics held up because these are games that the Nintendo Switch actually has. So if you're subscribed to like a family subscription on the NES, you can download old school games. Nintendo Entertainment Systems, uh, Super Nintendo Entertainment Systems uh, games, which is why I was able to play Punch Out and Link to the Past on stream. So, the Nintendo Switch is like, like I'm not, I'm not uh, an endorser for them at all, but like the Nintendo Switch, well, if you get it, not just, not only are you getting like a lot of games like with available games like Nintendo offers and also from other indie games, but they also offer their old library of. NES and SNES games if you pay for their like family subscription and stuff. At least, man, that was kind of cool. Like Punch Out and Link to the Past. Um, yeah. Were there any other games? Like I know you've been streaming. Yeah. Right now, you're back on Twitch, or you're you were on. I'm YouTube? back. I'm back on Twitch. Yeah. So I moved to YouTube for a bit after playing on Twitch for like maybe half of 2020. The reason why I wanted to move to YouTube was because I wanted to like you know. The people that I really admired, like watching Let's Plays and stuff, were like guys like Jacksepticeye, uh, Markiplier. So those guys, like I saw their YouTube videos, I saw, oh, hey, maybe I can do this thing. But then I realized that it's hard for me. Like for example, it was hard for me to push myself to keep editing my videos. Okay. So while I wasn't streaming, for example, I would be recording myself, like doing gameplay footage off stream. And then I would edit them and then I, I would upload them on YouTube. Mm -hmm. But then I realized like, like earlier this year, yeah, it's, it's kind of hard for me. So I'm just going to go back to Twitch and then, you know, keep playing there. And then probably I'll just upload my gameplay footage from Twitch. 
on YouTube. But yeah, I mean, I, I've been playing a lot of games also. Like, as you mentioned earlier, Hades. I love Hades. If 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 you can play Hades, I like if you're listening to this and that you can play Hades, please do play Hades. I know it's a roguelike. I know not a lot of people are like fans of roguelikes because of the amount of like action and stuff and like it gets really confusing. But the thing that Hades like beats all other games uh, all other games out of is the story, the voice acting, the art. The gameplay itself is amazing also, but like everything else is just like uh, cherry on top, if you know what I'm saying. So for those who can't play or who could play Hades, what is the story about behind it? Like, how do you summarize it to someone who doesn't know it and you want to pitch it to them? Like, what's the story? Why should be they or we be drawn to this game? Hmm. Uh, the story, the main story is you are the son of Hades and you're trying to escape the underworld. And it doesn't go well for you at first, but like as you keep playing and playing, you see yourself growing and growing, not only as a character, but also as a, not only your character, but also yourself as a player, as a, as a video game enthusiast, as a video game, I don't know, your skills as a video gamer increase also as you play it. Uh, but also uh, my other pitch is like, Hades is sort of like, um, not a microscope, it's sort of like a look into how familial relations actually are. So you know how like there are relationships between the gods, like especially like gods in Greek mythology. You know, just like play Hades and then enjoy the interactions, the connections that you make with the other gods. And it's a fun time. There's a reason why it won Game of the Year awards in different sections in different uh, award shows not really the the game awards i don't know which game awards that was because i think last of us to beat it but there are other game awards that have awarded hades and there's a reason why and if you want to find out why just play the game and we mentioned this off recording uh you're also streaming some stuff in the playstation 3 uh, like uh, yes. minecraft so how is minecraft, it like to yeah. be back in minecraft I was never in Minecraft before Ooh, I started streaming. Okay. That is the interesting thing. I bought this PS3 version of Minecraft back when I was in college because I, I knew there was hype on Minecraft back in college. I, I heard about it. I was interested to find out why. And then when I bought this back in college, I just never got into it. I was just never like, I don't get, I don't, I don't get the point. I don't know why people are playing this and everything. And then it was just recently as I was on my YouTube phase, I'm still in my YouTube phase and I watch a lot of YouTube videos now because of, you know, what else do we do during the pandemic? So I, I found this YouTuber named Dream who is actually like a record holder for, for Minecraft speedruns. And I was just so amazed at like how fast, like how fast that he was and like, beating Minecraft and then like watching his speedruns it's like it was like a it was like a fast forward version of me like what this game can actually give you and I'm like oh damn there is so much more to Minecraft that I never knew there was and of course I saw Markiplier play Minecraft also and I was very interested in like how it was so like okay I remembered I had this on the PS3 and I decided okay I'm gonna stream Minecraft I'm probably gonna suck at it but I'm gonna stream Minecraft and then as I kept streaming Minecraft and like understanding how the world works more and like, you know, finally going to the end, beating the Ender Dragon and everything. 
I recently just beat it. Like if if you if you saw one of my streams, I recently just beat it uh, for the first time ever, and I am so happy at that accomplishment. I mean, you know, like there's gonna be a lot of people that say, you know, video games are a waste of time, but dude, the sense of fulfillment that I had finishing Minecraft is on a different level. It it kind of felt like me winning a championship in wrestling, <laughs> to be honest. Whoa, <laughs> nice, nice. But, but yeah, this game like sucks some people into a black rabbit hole because you can literally create your own world in Minecraft. Like you create your palace, your house, or any yeah, yeah. island. So uh, since I haven't seen the stream, have you created like your secret base or something? What's like your uh, goal in Minecraft right now? What are you going to create? Like a kingdom That's or thing. Like, a certain city? For me in Minecraft, it's not really the world building that I enjoy. It's actually the finishing it, the fighting, the ah, trying story. to find out where the end is and everything. And, you know, um, it's uh, I'm really more interested in the so so i know like there's the world is different every time you play it right so it gives you a different world every time it gives you a different seed what interests me is like how i can tackle that different world and beat the game i know there's a section of people who play minecraft that really love it for like the world building creating their palace creating a secret base making a farm for example but me i'm in it for like mining as much as i can to develop to get as much as I can and then to beat the Ender Dragon. That that is my main goal in a lot of Minecraft I've been playing. It's nice like when when I have downtime during my runs, when I have downtime I just I try to make my house look prettier, but that's not my main goal. My main goal is to like figure out how I can beat this thing. So uh let's talk about the games you tried recently like as recent as tonight. Mm -hmm. I saw this on your tweet. It's called Indie Wrestle. Oh yeah. So Indie Wrestle is actually a new, uh, it's a new uh, mobile game that's about wrestling. So Indie Wrestle, Indie Wrestler actually, that's the name of the app. It's actually up on the Google Play Store now. I, 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 I don't know when this recording will come out, but as of now, it hasn't come out on the App Store yet. So hopefully it comes out on the App Store soon. So it's basically a bunch of guys that have been going around talking to indie promotions and then getting uh, the list of the rosters and everything and then the main go the main story of this game basically is that you start out as an indie wrestler you're contacting promotions you're trying to get booked in their promotions and you're gonna face off against their their wrestlers and then if you do a good job wrestling if you do a good job cutting promos you get to unlock more and more promotions and then a spoiler alert for those who are wanting to play spw and mypw are actually promotions in this game so if you play up until I know that like SPW is at level you unlock it at level 31. Uh, SPW is Singapore Pro Wrestling for those who don't know, and then MyPW is Malaysia Pro Wrestling. It unlocks at level 32. So I'm trying to play through it right now as much as I can, just unlock SPW and MyPW, and maybe beat the hell out of Andrew Tang Trexes again. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, there's a mystery right there, but we gotta ask. Since this is a Filipino audience, is there any Philippine wrestling promotions there or not yet? They haven't contacted. I didn't see any res Philippine wrestling promotions there. I didn't see any logo silhouettes of Logos. it, so I'm not really sure. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can find any there. But maybe if you keep playing, maybe yeah, maybe soon. Hopefully. Maybe like if they keep contacting other promotions, maybe. 
Yeah, because the screenshot I see, like, yeah, I can see SPW, my PW. I have yeah. no clue who's like the one beside SPW. If looks, I, I don't know either. Right? I don't know either. Yeah, <laughs> just so I'm trying to figure so that out. Indie. It is so indie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's next? Middle Kingdom Wrestling might be there. Uh, I don't know. Oh, you don't know. Like don't know, right? it's uh, yeah. it says Asia Pacific, right? So like you yeah. know, maybe soon Middle Kingdom. I think Middle Kingdom Wrestling is there. Is it not? I'm not sure. Like yeah. I'll I'll check it out <laughs> after. But like you know, I'm pretty sure soon. Like hopefully, if people like download the app and like enjoy it, because yeah. this caters more to people who follow indie wrestling. It's like if if I'm being like the marketing guy that I am, it caters more to the indie wrestling people. And if word of mouth keeps going, and then you know, it introduces a lot of wrestlers. So a lot of wrestlers that people don't know about maybe in the future yeah hopefully it works it works man yeah so for future streams what are you looking forward to like we know the roster of games are streaming right now but yeah can you give us a little spoiler of what you're gonna try to stream in like the coming weeks like after easter sunday or Mm -hmm. it's still not yet you're you're still gonna be uh you'll still try to uh commit to finishing these games before you pick another new game well since i just finished minecraft i'm looking for a new game to actually play uh what's on my radar right now is currently i really i want to play hades again but this time because hades is a game where if you die you start all over from the start i want to try and beat hades from the first run so that's extremely hard that's a challenge that i have set for myself um also i have a uh, um I'm going to try and play Doom 64 because <laughs> I've never played any of the Doom games back when I was Ooh, younger. I know this is, this is a lot like streaming. Streaming for me has been like a rediscovery of all the games that I haven't really played when I was younger and I'm going to play them again and try to finish them. So Doom 64 is on my radar right now to also play and try to finish. Uh, obviously, I want to play another Pokemon game and do a Nuzlocke on that because I feel like the Nuzlocke that I did back when I started off in Twitch, uh, when I back first, back when I first started streaming, uh, there was a lot of like internet issues and lag, so the footage isn't as good as I wanted it to be. So maybe I can do another one there. But yeah, there's a lot of games. I'm technically a variety streamer on Twitch. I will play whatever I feel like playing, and if you enjoy watching someone struggle playing video games, that's definitely who you're looking like. If you watch my stream, that's definitely what you're gonna see nice nice so yeah you mentioned earlier you don't know the asylum challenge in sims right uh, i can give a yep, brief yep. background so basically you're gonna be creating a family of sims uh and you have to mm-hmm. randomize their aspirations i'm going for sims too so this is very old school i don't know what okay, sims okay. Four is like so you have to roll a dice between one to twelve or like go to random.org like Aquarius, family, heiress, popularity, cancer, family, Capricorn, fortune, or something like that. Then mm-hmm. the items, you can only give like a rating of three or below. And yeah. when you play this game, you cannot by any means touch any of the Sims or control them. Mm-hmm. They have to do it by mm-hmm. themselves. Okay. That's why it's the asylum because you're letting them run the asylum. You're not controlling them oh go pee so you're basically just watching how long they like how long they can survive yes and other sims may visit them but you can't you know control them and they can't leave the lot yeah 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 so no maid gardener repairman exterminator 
So they got a garden, they got to clean, they got to cook themselves. If anyone dies, you can't delete the tombstone. So if they become a ghost, you know, yeah, yeah. they can haunt people. And here's the biggest part. No cheats allowed. So no money cheat. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, it, was, it was crazy. It was <laughs> like a lot of Sims 2 albums or like stories they post. Always that yeah. asylum challenge. There's also an alphabet challenge, but that's more weird. It's like, what's the yeah, alphabet challenge? You got a date by the okay. alphabet. Like date and marry. Date as in as, date, date of date sim? A sim. Yeah, that's what I remember. By the alphabet? What? So you start letter A, start okay. letter B, you got to dump them. Uh, but the biggest challenge would always be the legacy challenge because you got to play through generations of the Sims. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that it's, I mean, it's, I think I've heard of the legacy challenge. Don't really know too much about it, but yeah, I, I feel like it would be a long, long. You know? It's a long haul. It's, it's mostly for those who love doing Sims to stories, like in photo mode, take a picture. Okay, yeah. next one. But yeah. we're going to make like 20 chapters just for one generation because they're that. You know, <laughs> God They're damn. That intense and they have a fan base, man. They really have that fan base. Like when I was like, Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. If like, if, <laughs> if like Minecraft has a fan base for speedrunners and then just people who like doing art on creative mode, I'm sure The Sims has a bigger fan base because it's been around longer. Oh, yeah. Uh, but I have no idea how they are doing like Sims 3 4 onwards because I'm like gone by that time. I'm like, <laughs> My my PC sucks I, so bad. Can't even play Sims Three on oh, or You're you're preaching to the choir. I can't even I can't even like play Minecraft on my PC. Well, I'm on a Mac, which is hard for gaming, honestly. But like, hopefully I can. Oh God. Hopefully soon. <laughs> I'm trying to save up for a better desktop rig, so uh-huh. hopefully I can stream more games. Like yeah. maybe I can try the Valorant thing, you know? Oh man, yeah, the first person thing. I uh, just had a guest who's playing Valorant, like. So you're telling me it's kind of like Counter-Strike, but it's also like Overwatch. Hmm. <laughs> it's more like Overwatch than Counter-Strike. I, well, yeah, it's a mix because like you have rounds in Valorant and yes. then you also have people with special powers, oh, you know? So, oh. yeah. But, but like I told her, like, I don't think this is for me because I always die a lot. I, I, I want to play what? a game where I die a lot and I respawn for that <laughs> round. Not like, oh, I die. And then yeah, I guess yeah. I'm going to wait for the next round. <laughs> yeah. No, that kind of thing. I, yeah, I get it, I get it. So, that's why All I right. like COD compared to Counter Strike, because when they kill me, I respawn. They can kill me again, but I'll still respawn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is like, true. That is true. It's like I'm that guy who sucks at the FPS. Like, there's like one gang, and I'm that guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get you. I get you. I, I, you know, I hate camping, so that's why I die a lot. Like, I, I can't stay in one spot. I gotta move. Gotta move, man. Gotta move to get yeah, that Yeah, I get you. I get you. <laughs> that's yeah. not me. So, like, if I was in Counters, like, like, I got the bomb. Of course, I'm not gonna camp. I'm gonna <laughs> run like hell to get to the bomb. You can shoot me, like, halfway. Like but we got the bomb halfway. So, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so, uh, thank you so much for this uh, very nice chat, man. Like, it's nice to like 
catch up with you like this isn't even wrestling right? this is something it's, new it's right? not <laughs> at all about wrestling we didn't even talk about one wrestling game well except the mobile game obviously yeah but like so, yeah. yeah wait wait this is a good question though i'm sorry i didn't ask yes. this so yeah Which you've been what is it ig live you've been doing twitch how is the transition mm. from interacting with a live audience to a virtual audience while you're streaming online uh that's still the challenge you know because like obviously i don't have as many followers as i do back when i was you know yeah, performing live uh in wrestling uh the challenge is basically like how do you engage with how do you engage more with a virtual crowd like we tried with the ig live it was still very wrestling based so we were able to still kind of like have or connect with our wrestling audience me and ken back when we were doing hashtag pwg live and of course we were getting great professional wrestling guests as well but the challenge with twitch for example since i know like i'm going to be doing more gaming stuff the challenge for me has been trying to grab a different like my a different audience from wrestling because i'm not sure if people follow Jake DeLeon for gaming, you know? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if they would follow Jake DeLeon for gaming at all. But the interesting thing has been, like, I still feel that sense of community. For the few people who do watch my streams or check out my streams, I like feeling that sense of community that happens when I'm streaming. Because, you know, like I said in, uh, in another interview, like, um, with CNN Life, I felt that Twitch streaming... Streaming basically anything has become the equivalent of going to that friend's house and watching them do whatever they do. So, like, for example, back when we were younger, we would watch our older brother, younger brother, our friends play video games, and then we would be backseat gaming with them. That's what I felt like Twitch has been for me. Like, I've been playing a game, people chatting with me, telling me what to do, giving me the, the hacks that I need to beat this game and stuff. That's why I enjoy it, because I wanted to play video games because like I felt like in my childhood and when growing up I never really like gave video games the folk the attention and the focus that it needed and then now since I've been playing it online I'm thankful for like the people who chat me up shout out to like people like Tubby McMuffin Jules uh Jules does everything Joel Maka who've been there with me like since the start of my streaming and then like supporting me <laughs> googling what I needed to do at that moment in that game especially in link of link to the past but yeah it's been fun like it's been different because i can't like wow them with my physical or athleticism prowess i suppose but i've been like just you know been chilling with them being hanging out talking talking about their day and everything talking about my day and yeah it's different but it's fun that this like streaming has been where i got my i don't know entertainment fix need to entertain fix uh, for a lack of a better term. Thank you so much, Jake. And before we go, where can they find you online? Of course, you can find me online on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And on TikTok now. I'm doing a few TikTok stuff. At uh, Senorito JDL. And you can find me streaming on twitch.tv slash Senorito JDL. That's it. All right. Thank you so much, Jake. I can't wait to have you back here soon. And for us here, channel14.com, you can always subscribe here to Third World Gaming. We got other shows like Bodega Nights and old shows like Third World Linux, Jobber Talk, and Radio Norm. Mm -hmm. And that's it. On behalf of 
my guest for this episode, Jake DeLeon. This is Martin. <laughs> we'll see you again next time. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.